Hey Shopify Masters listeners, Felix here. We've got another special episode today and we're catching up with three merchants who've previously been on the show. They share updates on their business and how they are preparing for the upcoming Black Friday and Cyber Monday. We are chatting with Billy Pelogan from Tribe Beauty Box on a subscription box's approach to Black Friday and Cyber Monday using unique product bundles and bonuses instead of discounting. Also talking to Jeremiah Curvers from Polysleep on how they're using urgency and creative and sneaky viral campaigns to drive demand. And Patrice Musu from Satya on how they're offering a unique charitable angle during Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Before we get into our show, I wanted to take a moment to talk about the Shopify App Store. Shopify apps help you easily customize and add features to your store to make it your own. The App Store hosts over 4,000 apps built specifically for Shopify businesses. Shopify developers all over the world built these apps to help you save time and unlock a range of new features. From showing your Instagram feed on your store to offering loyalty rewards and more. Check out shopify.com slash app store for the latest Shopify apps. We are chatting first with Billy Belogan from Tribe Beauty Box. Tribe Beauty Box helps women discover beauty by sending women five new full-size beauty products every two months. All right, Billy, so thank you for joining us again on the podcast. So first of all, tell us more about your business and what you sell. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me again. I, I love the first episode. Um, so I'm the owner of Try Beauty Box, and Try Beauty Box is a feel-good box that celebrates empowering female-owned beauty brands in every bi-monthly shipment. So we are a subscription box, and each box um, retails for $34.99, and our subscribers get over $125 worth of products so they can be rest assured knowing that they're getting their money's worth while receiving products from awesome beauty business owners that are all female. Got it. And for anyone that wants to learn more about this, definitely recommend jumping back to the previous episode that we did with Billy. But I remember, recall that you had an interesting uh, way of sourcing the, yes. the products for your, your boss. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. So um, in the beginning when we started, I was doing a lot of cold emailing and sometimes calling. And now it's all about networking and uh, creating communities. I've become very, I've become uh, quite friendly with a lot of the business owners that I work with. And it's sort of become an ecosystem where, you know, we work well with one, one business. They're very successful with our campaign and then they refer us to others. And then we also do a lot of trade shows um, and a lot of uh, just outreach um, sort of like guerrilla marketing. So hitting the ground and actually talking to people face to face is what has been really successful for us. So yeah, you know, this is an episode about Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So tell us more about how a business like yours, particularly like a subscription service, subscription model, how does it how do you plan on taking on Black Friday and Cyber Monday this year? Yeah, I think that uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday for subscription boxes is a very unique opportunity in the sense that um, it's, it's it has a lot of room for creativity that a lot of people don't actually think about. Um, so aside from doing, you know, just discounting your subscription, which I'm not a fan of because, you know, for our box, for example, the box is $34.99 and you get $125 worth of products. It's already a great value. So rather than discounting the product, what we really like to do is creating 
um, packages, sort of like mystery boxes, which is like a gift that uh, a customer gets uh, with subscribing. And I believe that Cyber Monday, Black Friday, and the holiday season is the best time to promote your prepaid plans. So if you don't already have it, you should absolutely set a prepaid plan. So um, so like three months, six months, 12 months paid up front, the customer gets a dollar discount um, at that. But even better, you can give them a package. So uh, a, a box that does that really well actually is Kinder Beauty. We are also, you know, modeling after them is that they do. Um, so if you get, let's say, the three uh, box plan, you get three free products with it. If you get the six box plan, you get six free products with that. Um, and that increases the the perceived value that the customer gets. So let's say you buy those products each for a dollar and each of those products retail for $12 times six, the customer is getting an amazing value on top of what they're already getting. So that's a great way to market your prepaid plans during this time. And another creative approach that I like for this period is actually a way to liquidate your your past product. So as a subscription box, it's very um, you you sort of order by faith. That's what I like to say is you either under order or you over order. So some some months we don't have enough products and we sell out or we ha- we buy too many because we over anticipated our growth. Instead of panicking, we just leave all of that in the, to the side for the end of the year for Q4 and. We like to do things like mystery boxes. We like to do warehouse uh, liquidation sales. We like to do bundles um, and upsells and things like that. So we've been planning our Black Friday for the past five months now, just starting early, you know, increasing our um, our units in our purchase orders and all of those kind of things. And we've been scheduling and testing. So next month, for example, the beginning of next month, we'll be testing a lot of our um, email marketing. We'll be testing which subject lines perform the best, which ones have better open rates. So um, another creative way for, um, you know, getting sort of rid of products that you've amassed over the year that you've not been able to sell is through mystery boxes, bundles, and sometimes even a warehouse liquidation sale. So what we like to do is um, we put everything, we sort of do an inventory count, we list everything that we have. And um we say, okay, this we're going to allocate to mystery boxes. This we're going to allocate to free um, gift with purchase. This we're going to allocate to liquidation if we do that. And that helps us get rid of all these products. And people enjoy mystery boxes because it's sort of um, it's sort of a surprise to yourself. You know, as long as you're adding value into those boxes, people will definitely be happy, even if they don't like every single thing, because in the subscription space, it's impossible for a customer to like every single product that you you give them. Again, it's a mystery box, you know? So we start planning that ahead of time. And after planning that, we start scheduling. So we start saying, okay, for the first day of Black, the Black Friday weekend, we're going to do mystery boxes. Then we're going to do bundles. Then we're going to do a liquidation sale if the mystery boxes don't do as well. Um and then we start testing. So we start testing which email titles are doing the best, which email, email titles have a higher open rate about a month before Black Friday. Um, that way, when we're when it's that weekend, we're not sort of, you know, 
throwing tricks out of her hat and not knowing what works and what doesn't work. Another important point that some people miss during this weekend is segmentation. I personally, as a shopper, I hate it when I buy a product from a brand and then they mistakenly send me an email with an offer that's better than what I you know, I purchased from. So segment your customers who've already purchased from you per campaign, per promotion, per offer. That way you're not giving them a better discount later and having to, you know, deal with upset customers who are like, oh, how come like I'm getting like 25% off now when I only bought it for 15% off just a day before. Um, that's why I personally like to leave our biggest discount for the last day. Um, that way people aren't like upset that um, they missed out or anything like that because they know ahead of time. And we also share our promotions ahead of time. For Black Friday, Cyber Monday, what really works for us is incentivizing, incentivizing our customers. And this particularly pertains to the warehouse sale if we end up doing it. So if we end up doing a warehouse sale just to get rid of things as low as possible, we like to give people a little gift card um, to shop if they order a certain amount. So say you, you, you order $75 worth of products, we'll give you like a five or 10% gift card just to take that off. And people like using their gift cards. They don't like gift cards expiring. So they sort of look for something to buy. And if you want to even incentivize them to buy even more, create, um, try, try to get really affordable um, gift boxes. So we do free gift boxes and they they run us about 90 cents. Um, to the customer will be like free gift wrapping, free gift, um, a note in the box. So even if they're not buying things from the warehouse sale for themselves, they can buy from a friend or they can buy Christmas gifts ahead of time. And that's why we like to remind people that, hey, the holidays are coming, shop now because the deals are better now and they will be over the Christmas uh, period. And also you'll get it way ahead of time. Um, so those are some of the things that we do for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And definitely don't forget upsells and post-purchase upsells because I feel like this is the that's the difference between like a $30 average order value to like a $50 average order value. So after the customer um, you know, checks out, create a pop-up page. We use Zipify for this, a uh, pop-up page that lets them add products. Um, to their cart, you know, no, they don't need to put in any other information. Very simple. It's sort of like a, that one click checkout uh, that, that Amazon does. And you give them these products for a very, very discounted price. So let's say on the, on your web, on your main website, the product was like $20 on the post-purchase uh, upsell page. Let it be like $15. That way they're like, oh wait, like I'm saving another $5. And on top of that, add a timer and say that this promotion expires in two minutes if you don't add it in your cart right now. So that helps us with our um, with our average order value. And it, it, it helps in a long, long run uh, because that extra $15 times a thousand customers hopefully goes a long way for you. Awesome. So lots of stuff in there that I want to unpack. The first thing I do want to talk about is the most recent thing, which is regarding upsells. So how can you go over again how how related is the upsell product, the offer that you give them after they make a purchase? How related is that to the original purchase? 
Yeah, we keep it very related. So, for example, if the customer buys, like, um, I don't know, in a nude palette, we'll show them something that's, like, a similar product, a similar color story. Um, or we'll do a bundle. We'll say, if if you've already bought one, buy two more and get, like, 25% off all three. Things like that. Um, we keep them related. And through the app that we use, we use uh, tags on Shopify. So, it's, like, if you tag this product with, say, subscription um at checkout show them like a makeup brush that goes with that makeup kit that they just bought for example that's how we do it got it makes sense now and i want to jump all the way back to the beginning about something important that you said i think it's key here and you pointed out too is that on black friday cyber monday people aren't necessarily looking for a discount they're looking for great value right and you found ways to do that to increase the value not by making it cheaper by dropping the price, but by giving them more. So you mentioned a couple of different things in there. You mentioned these bundles, uh, basically more or free products that you're adding into their their purchase. These mystery boxes, uh, prepaid plans are things that you're promoting as well. Now, when it comes to uh, gearing up for the 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 um, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you mentioned that you start doing this a month ahead by testing out different email subject lines, promotions. How is that all set up? Like, are you sending out an email? Like, because I'd imagine that on Black Friday or near Black Friday and Cyber Monday, you're calling out specifically that it's Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So how do you replicate that kind of experiment a month out? So what we're actually doing is testing out promotions with the same subject line that we'd be using. So let's say flash sale 25% buy right now or flash sale ends on Friday. Different variants like that. We do A-B testing, but we just don't say that it's it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We would put it in the in the sub subject line if on that Black Friday weekend. But regardless, like everyone who's shopping on that weekend knows that this is a Black Friday deal. So it's not too much of a of a deal breaker to not mm. put that while you're testing subject lines. And how how many of your how much what, what percentage of your email list will get this test? Is it everybody or do you carve out like a certain segment of test these against? We actually only target our really high, con- well, well, I wouldn't say really high to converting, just our converting customers. We have some customers who just never purchased from us and we'd like to do an entirely different campaign for them. But for the ones who have purchased from us and who have the intention of buying, we like to focus our efforts on them because they're more willing to spend because you're already have an experience from us. And and if a sale is sometimes like so amazing, some people are like, oh my God, this is too good to be true. Our customers have already purchased from us know what service they can expect from us. Got it. That's an important thing you bring up though regarding people that are repeat purchasers that have already bought from you in the past versus leads and prospects that have not purchased yet. How does your Black Friday Cyber Money promotions change between these two segments? So for the people who've never purchased from us before, we just like to give them gift cards and sometimes higher gift cards than we would give people who already have a willingness to purchase. So say we give our customers who have purchased $10 off a $100 purchase, we will give $15 off um, to customers who've never purchased this for them for us to try, or we would give free gifts or things like that, or free holiday gift wrapping. We like to sort of boost um, the 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 um, incentives that we give people who have not purchased from us. But again, they're completely different campaigns that we send just because we want to, at the end of the day, we want to focus on people who have spent with us, who are easy, who are easy to convert. And from there, we then 
do a, a flow that drips down to refer a friend. So if they've already purchased from us and they have a good experience, we can during that time we can tell them, hey, give this promotion to your friend and you also get this um, in your order that you've placed. So those are that's sort of how we like to do it. Now, you also mentioned that you, it sounds like you have a pretty complex system of what goes into which of these, uh, essentially these kind of almost like promotions. You have the the bundles where you're including a free product. So I think in that case, they know what it is. These mystery boxes, they don't know what it is. And I guess warehouse liquidation sales, they can obviously shop and, and probably see what they're buying as well. Now, how do you decide on a given product, how do you decide which 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 of these promotions a product goes into? We mainly look at our, our numbers, of course, uh, whichever has the most margins um, in terms of the promotion, we're definitely able to add in a free gift or um, a bundle percentage off. But our mystery boxes, those, again, are already great value. So we don't tend to add any promotions on top of it because that by itself is a promotion. But when we want to clear out um, multiple units per uh, cart and in a customer's cart, we like to do um, d- overall bundle discounts and upsells. Got it. Now, I want to talk about these mystery boxes. I think it's a great example, great case study of how packaging will increase your perceived value of your product because by having these mystery boxes, by having a mystery, a surprise that, that in, in itself has value in it for the customer, like a surprise that they're going to get once it arrives. The concern I think that, that I think other entrepreneurs might have is that they're wondering like, am, am, are my customers wondering, am I going to send them low value products because you know they're buying something sight unseen? How do you kind of set these expectations when when it's a, a customer that is buying a mystery box, they have no idea, they're spending, you know, they're spending money that their own money and they're not sure exactly what they're getting yet. How do you set the expectations correctly? Yeah. See, the thing with that, again, is that when you have when you have a subscription, you already are a mystery box in a way, you know, you're sending out products to customers. Sometimes you sneak peek the whole box. Sometimes you don't. So it's sort of the same thing. So our customers have seen the type of boxes that we've put together in the past. So they have that confidence that it's going to be that same level of expectations. And for the most part, we don't send out any mystery boxes that are less than the price of our box. So we will always start our mystery boxes at $35, which is also the price of our box. That way customers have an idea of what to expect. But then we also give customers a list of the kinds of brands that will be in mystery box that way they know what to expect. We also want to put out value to the customers, even if it's a way for us to get rid of our old inventory. We definitely want the customer to be happy because if a customer gets a mystery box and they like the curation of the mystery box, they'll definitely subscribe to the subscription. Got it. So trybeautybox.com. And I'll leave this last question. Based on just the development over the last year, you've been in Black Friday, Cyber Monday prior to this coming Black Friday, Cyber Monday as well. What kind of changes are you expecting this year or are you anticipating uh, this year in terms of of either consumer buying behavior or or anything of that sort going into this Black Friday and Cyber Monday? Um, Felix, I'll be really honest with you, and I'd be lying if I told you that I had an idea of what can happen this year, not only because it's a pandemic, but because um, 
95% of our customers are located in the U.S. Like that has hurt us because of the lack of stimulus packages and things like that uh, for the people who need it. Um, and on top of that, it's an it's an election year. So we have no clue what to expect. But regardless of what happened, we are ready um, and we're happy to do, you know, to roll our Cyber Monday, you know, Black Friday sales, pause it and then restart it over the holidays um, just to, you know, boost our sales with that. But we, I would I really would be lying if I told you I knew what to expect this year. Any other year I could predict, but this year I really could not. Got it. Well, the frankness of that answer is, I think, a great answer in itself. And the faith that you have and being adaptable as an entrepreneur is also a great answer in itself. So thank you so much again, Billy. So again, trybeautybox.com is the website. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your experience and your knowledge. Thank you so much. I really love being on here again. In this next update, I'm joined by Jeremiah Curvers from Polysleep. Polysleep is the best mattress made in Canada. So, Jeremiah, tell us more about your business and what you guys sell. Yeah, so Polysleep was founded in 2016. We're a mattress company uh, that sells locally made mattresses here in Montreal, across Canada and the United States. Uh, we have a very different approach from uh, most of our competitors. We created unique foam that is antimicrobial. Uh, we have unique uh, support frames also that offer a better support without compromising with the comfort. And um, we've been growing quite fast in the, in the last couple of years. So everything is doing great. Awesome. So in the last episode that we had you on, definitely recommend people check it out. Uh, we had some interesting uh, tactics and strategies that you you revealed to us in previous years with Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So maybe we'll start there. Can you recap some of the previous techniques and strategies and campaigns you've run in previous Black Friday and Cyber Monday promotions? One element that always comes back during that specific time of the year is the fear of missing out, uh, where people really have a, a unique opportunity to capitalize on. I think especially this year, due to um, the current COVID situation, uh, online sales will, will really have to deal with uh, high demand, and that will probably create... Um, that level of scarcity that people are really hoping not to be uh, impacted by. So one of the strategy we put in place last year was to, um, a couple of days before Black Friday or Cyber Monday or the Cyber Week, to purposely leak an email that looks like an internal communication that will expose some of our rebates and often the coupon code. And, and what happened when we did that last year, it really created a, a ripple effect where our friends, our family member contacted us and said, oh, I think one of your employees, unfortunately, like already leaked the, uh, the coupon for Black Friday. Do you mind if I use it? Do you mind if I share it with some friends? And, and I have to say, even before uh, Cyber Week and Black Friday, uh, the quantity of unit we sold was, was phenomenal. So that really worked out well. Uh, we're still thinking, um, are we doing it again? If we do it again this year, we'll definitely exclude the people who already had it last year, uh, because obviously we don't want to we don't want to burn that bridge. 
but this is very, very efficient. And by far, this was something that uh, really performed well last year. Got it. Yeah. So I want to dive into this a little bit more. You mentioned how uh, a big part of the, the, the way that you drive your customers taking action to buying is using this scarcity, this urgency, this fear of missing out element. Can you say more about that? Tell, tell us more about what you've learned about how to use scarcity and, and FOMO to get people to buy. Sure. Um, if, if you hop onto our website right now in the United States, policy.com or policy.ca in Canada, uh, the first thing you'll notice in our in our hello bar is a timer. And uh, we run the timer as often as possible when we do have a promotion. And, and that's the first element. Um, so across campaign, also some rich media will allow you to have display banners uh, that actually have a timer in it. So Showing up a timer is something uh, that will definitely help you capitalize on, on FOMO. Um, also, on the other hand, one thing you can do is to have maybe, uh, depending on what you sell, specific landing pages that have limited quantity. Um, in our case, we also did that. So for X amount of hour, we had um, a 30% rebate. And then after that amount of hours, we were decreasing the rebate to 25% and then 20% for the whole week during Cyber Week. So these are different strategies that works really well. Timers, countdown, um, promotion that are decreasing based on when people are, are going in. Um, th there's multiple strategies that, that work quite well. Got it. So just want to dive a little bit more into this lead internal email campaign that you did previously. You mentioned that uh, you're still considering whether you are going to do it this year or not. Can you tell us a little bit more about you know what was in that email? And for anyone that's more interested in this, there was a lot of details in the previous episode. But just a recap, like what did you include in this lead internal email? Yeah, definitely. So obviously what we did is we leaked that email from uh, our support email address. And it was basically saying, um, hey, fix his name. I just want to confirm that uh, tomorrow night uh, at midnight or during Black Friday, we're going to have that coupon available that gives 30% off on every product um, so that if someone calls us, we can confirm that with them over the phone. Thank you. Have a great evening. Uh, don't try to quit. We, you know, we made something very organic because mm. it's a rough time of the year. And, and we just stated in it a confirmation of this is the coupon we're going to run. That's the percentage. Um, so let us know if that's okay, because that's going to roll out on our website tomorrow or in a day or two. And, and pur purposely, we really leaked that to our whole database. That's awesome. So did this email go out like the week of Black Friday, Cyber Monday? How, how, how early in advance did it go out? Yeah, uh, about three days in advance, because obviously um, if you leak that, a week or two week in advance, then it might be, you know, uh, I, it might not have the same effect. One thing we're going to do this year prior to that is uh, we're going to capitalize on postcards. So from our database, based on what our actual consumer purchase, um, as I said, a lot of people this year are working from home, really do focus on making their home as cozy as possible. And this is we're going to uh, capitalize on. We're going to really be um, trying to be a little bit more humane in our approach, saying, hey, we know you and your family might not be able to get, you know, together. So uh, in case you would like, to, you know, to make sure you're comfortable and, um, you know, with your uh, 
children and wife and have a good time, make sure you, you as a consumer, you, you have this advantage to already have a better pricing than what's going to come out in the market with our limited quantity. It's always about limited quantity at that time of the year. And we want to privilege our actual customer, even though I don't think we'll have to deal with any shortage, shortage but um, that is going to be one strategy we'll probably launch about a week and a half, two weeks before we launch that email across everybody else. Um, so, so I think that's going to be quite powerful. So these, um, these postcards are going out to your, your current customers or who are they going out to? How do you segment who goes to the postcards versus just the emails? So we do actually use a company called Prime Data uh, who are in Canada. And, and they're quite amazing. Based on Shopify information, you can segment your customers. So when we do extract uh, our customer database, obviously we take the one that accepts marketing and based on uh, their previous history, their previous purchase, we're going to uh, have a different postcard. So let's say, Felix, you only bought a pillow from us a couple of months ago. We'll say in the postcard, hey, Felix, uh, we hope you enjoy your pillow. By the way, um, you're a valued customer, and we know this time of the year is quite rough. So we want to make sure you get the promotion before we run out of stock. Here is a 30% off our mattress. Here's your coupon code. You can share it with anybody you want around you, or if it's for yourself, thanks again for supporting us. Uh, that's really going to be the approach. And that's probably going to be, you're going to receive that postcard. I would say a week and a half, two weeks prior, we start our um, email blast and, and marketing campaigns. Got it. So you had mentioned that a lot of your marketing, especially around this time of year, is all about scarcity and urgency. Do you ramp this up as it gets closer to Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Do you like kind of turn up the levers, the, the knobs a bit as you get closer towards the actual dates? We try to adapt. We, we don't want, obviously, to, you know, uh, create any frustration. Normally, uh, we do not have inventory problem. And it's really a way to encourage the customer to make the move. Um, and as we get closer and closer to the date, we do have uh, increasing rebates or more aggressive message or offers. And obviously the timer plays a big, big, big difference in there, right? Um, if you know you only have 12 hours left uh, versus three days, you might be more inclined to, uh, to pull the trigger. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, I think one of the concerns that um, I think I think like you said that during this time of year there is probably a, a sales crunch and potentially an inventory crunch this time of year. So things like scarcity make a lot of sense during the regular the rest of the year when you do want to use this, or maybe you're a brand out there that uh, wants to do a promotion like this, but you might not actually have a any real reason for scarcity. Is there ways to kind of find scarcity to to use in your marketing? Any suggestions there to create scarcity, like real scarcity for your for your business and that you can use in your marketing? We do it as often as possible when it does make sense. To give you an example, um, we did a couple of radio campaigns. We're trying to to you know get our brand outside of digital ecosystem as we grow really in Canada. So one of the campaign we did uh, using radio host is that we went to our factory and we pre-recorded message where these message were, uh, the first one was a generic message and we were giving um, a 20% rebate to whomever listened to the radio. So the radio was CKOY and we said, if you use the coupon CKOY20, you're going to get 20% off. 
And we recorded all, we pre-recorded other messages where the host was saying, I tried their mattress, we love it. And as a matter of fact, this weekend only, if you use the, the, the coupon TKOY30, you're going to get non, not 20%, but 30% off. But that only is this weekend. And the lift was amazing, you know, because um, a, a lot of recurring uh, auditors who, who, who like their radio station will listen it on a daily basis. And they'd be like, uh, I would love to try it, but, you know, 20%, not sure. And then they hear, oh, 30%, but it's this weekend only. Um, yeah, it, it's proven to work in a lot of industries such as automotive. You know, uh, they have these flash deals and things like that. So what's tricky is to reproduce that without diluting your brand, making look at like, like it's cheaper or something like that. It's really a compromise between you can have a good deal, but the value is there. Yeah, that, that's a good point about how to reproduce this. Uh, uh, repeat, basically, how do you have a scarcity repeatedly without diluting your brand in a way where it sounds like you're just constantly on sale? A- any strategies that you recommend there to, to balance that? One thing we've realized uh, right now that uh, in terms of brand experience that makes a big difference is really our different email chatbots and call touch points. We really reworked our whole approach, whereas when you order something, you're gonna obviously going to get all the automated message you have uh, that is suggested already from Shopify, you know, confirmation order, shipping order, uh, shipping tracking information, and, and thank you, you know, all that. Uh, we added on top of it, you know, how to unbox your matches. Uh, then we have courtesy call right after the purchase to thanks to thank the person, but also congratulate them on their purchase because it's a big ticket item. Someone who spent a thousand dollar online on a mattress will have around them uh, might be the mother, the grandmother will say, "You're crazy! How, how how come you bought a mattress without without trying it? You made a big mistake." So. We realized that just reinforcing the the sentiment that that specific person who trusted us did the right thing, make the right made the right decision that they're going to have a better product because they didn't go through the regular brick and mortar supply chain where they they paid tremendous amount of dollar for that um, made a big difference in our return rate and cancellations. Um, so that helps with the experience having multiple touch points, like I was saying, postcards calls, emails, and we obviously integrated also chatbots. So um, that is a very strong feature that allow us, uh, on the contrary to the email where we just push information that we try to make as valuable as possible for the consumer, uh, chatbot really properly implemented can uh, can really help with, with the experience. I'd like that's a really important point about this post-purchase communication that you're doing where you want to counteract this buyer remorse, which which will certainly be heightened when it's a higher priced product like yours, right? The hundreds to thousand dollar range product. There is more likelihood for buyer remorse in that case. Like you mentioned, there might be a family member in their ear telling them about how dumb of a decision they made. And it sounds like a lot of your, e- your post-purchase emails and communications around how 
wise, how smart they were to make this this, this decision. I think that that's really um, a great way to 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 counteract that that buyer remorse. Now, speaking of the the price point, when you were talking, you know, range anywhere from four hundred dollars up to twelve hundred dollars starting prices for your product, is there a different approach that you have to take towards uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, because of the of the price of your your products um, around this? You know, when it comes to promotions for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, do you see any different between what you have to do versus a company that sell, sells like, you know, a lower ticket product? The main one, obviously, is the copy. Um, we have different sets of ads that target different type of people. Um, so that is definitely critical. Um, let's say we have a new mattress called the Zephyr. Uh, the average price is, is around $2,000. So if I could compare that, it's the same as if you were looking into buying a Mercedes you would go based on your budget. You you like the brand, you like what they do. If you have $25,000, you're obviously not going to look at the S class. And you probably won't receive ads or magazine or information about the S class because you're not that specific clientele. So we do have the same approach. If uh, you're a student or if you're looking for a mattress for you know your secondary home or chalet, you'll definitely be more exposed to our origin mattress than the Zephyr, who is more aimed towards uh, professionals, so people who have higher education, uh, more stressful lifestyle. And and we do also have a lot of ambassadors now that will promote these items based on their following. So to give you an idea, we got for the Zephyr uh, a very large, a very big and and known real estate agent in, in Quebec that will promote the mattress. Whereas we have, you know, um, a, a guy who's really known here called Mike Ward, who's a, a, an amazing comic guy who, who, who really does uh, promote more the, the polysleep, which is aimed toward the, the, I would say, all the population without segmenting them in, in you know, uh, lower income versus higher income, et cetera. So that would be the main thing. It's really to segment your audience and your, your persona properly to adapt the message accordingly. Uh, apart from that, um, the way we do approach them is quite similar. Uh, if you take that under consideration, obviously. Got it. So polysleep.com is a website. I'll leave you this last question. You had mentioned that um, during this time, again, there's going to be a concentration of, of uh, purchases and, and especially this year where you believe there's going to be much more higher demand for, for, for purchasing online. What adjustments are you making at, the, at your company, at your business to, to make sure that you can take this on and to adapt to the situation? This year, um, surprisingly, the, the biggest challenge I think we will face is the logistic challenge uh, just during the first phase of COVID because in Canada we had, we had multiple lockdowns. Um, we're kind of on in the second one right now. Uh, we do have now multiple suppliers where exclusively before we were dealing with UPS. Now we do have our account with FedEx, Purolator, UPS. Um, and we're trying as much as possible to uh, prepare ourselves. We'll probably have some communication saying probably that due to high volume and the current situation, people might expect delay. So managing expectation will definitely be part of um, the success of our general campaign this year, rather than just focusing on sales volume. Production-wise, we're, we're getting ready. Obviously, we get more units prepared for that specific time of the year. 
uh, we're trying to organize ourselves uh, to the best of our capacity. The one thing we do not control, um, and, and it's probably the problem of a lot of e-retailer as well, is shipping, delivering method and all. So um, uh, we're trying uh, our best to make sure we're prepared for that. Makes sense. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jeremiah. So polysleep.com against website. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your experience. Thank you very much, Felix. In the final update for this episode, I'm joined by Patrice Moussou from Satya. Satya sells organic eczema relief, which is a fragrance-free, Health Canada-approved, certified organic anti-inflammatory balm made with five simple ingredients selected by traditional knowledge and scientific research. So, Patrice, appreciate you joining us on the podcast again. Can you tell us a little bit more about your business and, and what kind of products you sell? Yes, thank you so much, Felix, for having me here. Um, Again, uh, we have uh, we have a certified organic um, approved by Health Canada product that's an alternative to steroids for people with skin issues. Um, initially, I formulated it for my own daughter uh, because she had eczema when she was very young at only eight months old. And now we have developed this company that has been able to help now tens of thousands of people, particularly up here in Canada, um, to deal with their skin issues like eczema and psoriasis and so on um, without having to use uh, what could be a, a harmful steroid cream. So we had spoken uh, briefly offline about your plans for this coming Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and it's a unique approach that I definitely want to get into in a second. But tell us about your previous Black Friday and Cyber Mondays that, that you've had with the company and what you guys did um, on, in previous years. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we pretty much followed a, a fairly traditional um, approach to the biggest, you know, online shopping days of the year, which was, you know, to reach out to our customers, let them know that we're going to be um, making discounts available for them and uh, and for their Christmas shopping. So fairly standard and straightforward there. Um, but this year we decided to take a different approach. I think people are a lot more in tune with their community and how important it is to to, um, to help each other. So what we're, what we're going to do this year round is instead of offering that discount percentage to our customers, to our loyal customers, um, we're going to be offering that that discount percentage instead goes directly to a charity. Um, so 20% of all of our sales from that whole weekend, we'll be going to um, what we're thinking of is a clan mother's healing village up here in Canada, which helps First Nations people with um, addictions issues. So we're looking, um, we're looking to do that this year. And of course, we're going to be promoting it to everyone and hopefully get um, more awareness of this this wonderful initiative that has been started by an elder up here in Canada, um, as well as, uh, you know, we'll be putting together um, some very specific Christmas bundles um, for people to be sending directly um, to their loved ones because, I mean, obviously there's not going to be a lot of traveling around and, and gathering as much uh, over Christmas so we want to help people make their Christmas shopping super easy, as well as giving back to a really good cause over the uh, over the Black Friday Cyber Monday. 
Got it. So you mentioned two things here, which is the uh, discounts that are basically donations to charities, which we'll talk about, and then also these bundles, these Christmas bundles that you can send as gifts. So first, regarding the the discounts that are are going to be donations to charities, where did you come up with this idea? How did you have you seen other brands or other businesses doing something like this? I'm not sure if I'd seen someone do something quite like this before. Um, I know that I've seen the don't buy from us campaigns, you know, don't, Mm -hmm. don't spend money on cyber Monday, but I thought in, you know, people still need to, to buy Christmas gifts. They still want to go on and get a good deal. Um, or at least some really good ideas. So why not just try and do something a little different that's actually going to do some good in the world and help you know help you feel better when you're spending this all this money for christmas mm. do you do you feel like there's a, a shift in sentiment around the black friday cyber monday i guess which turns to weeks which i think is now a month this year a month long this year do you find that that's a shifting uh, i guess feeling towards these these black friday cyber monday discount or discount weeks or months um, from your customers I think that there is a little bit of uh, uh, reframing of of these events for people. Um, obviously, you know, people are more concerned now with supporting local as well um, as as just getting like a really good deal. People understand that supporting their communities and small business and that these kinds of things are really important. Um, and COVID just really hit that home. You know, we really have to be supporting each other and, uh, and helping each other. So I think that, uh, I think, yeah, I think people are, are, are really wanting to, um, you know, to spend money in a way that makes them feel good and does good in the world. Mm, makes sense. Now, once this, uh, once you're gearing up for this this campaign or this promotion, how, how will you get the word out? How would you promote this this unique angle, unique approach to to you know Black Friday Cyber Monday? Mm-hmm. So we are putting together um, gift baskets that we're going to be able to ship out directly um, to people. So like they're going to be you know tied up with ribbon and all that. Um, and we're going to be sending it, that out to our email list. We're going to be reaching out um, through, you know, Google ads and, and Instagram and Facebook and our, you know, just the usual channels just to let people know that this is available. And uh, this is what we're going to try and do over the holidays to support this charity. And hopefully, you know, people will share it as well as not only a unique way to shop, but um, maybe other stores look at it and go, yeah, maybe that's something that I want to I want to consider doing there my next time that I have a sale as well. So now this uh, Christmas bundle that you're doing, that's also going live that same weekend or when do you plan on pushing that out? You know, I think people are actually um, spending money on Christmas gifts now, uh, knowing that the mail service in Canada and the U.S. is having some difficulties. Um, I think people are starting to shop now. So we hope to actually have that gift bundle up on the website within a week or two and then just do a, a big push for the uh, for the Cyber Monday Black Friday sales. Got it. In previous years, do you, have you had a big influx of um, purchases that are usually as gifts compared to people buying for, for themselves around this time of year? Yes. 
people, um, people recognize, I mean, everybody knows somebody who has a skin issue. Um, it's a very common, very prevalent, um, issue for a lot of people. Um, and they want to, and they want to share that with their friends in particular, if they bought it for themselves and they know how, how great it works. So it's a really good, um, really good gift for, for people. And we've definitely seen that in, uh, in our sales over the holidays. We're definitely mm-hmm. going into a very big sales uh, section quarter for the company. Makes sense. Now, when you do want to shift your focus towards uh, servicing your customers that are buying your products as gifts, are there changes that you make in your in the way you in the way you do your marketing and your logistics or anything like that, or on your website even to make it easier to to purchase a product of yours as a gift? Well, we will actually have a specific gift package, and people just be able to click on that, and that will go directly. They'll be able to mail it directly to um, whoever that gift is going to, versus having to ship it out from their themselves. So it'll be that'll be really easy for people. And uh, it'll just, you know, we'll just look at gift ideas. We're also, um, we're going to be promoting other local and indigenous um, stores on our Instagram and Facebook to give people gift ideas um, as they move into the holidays. So we're just, we're just doing that because, um, yeah, I just think it's wonderful that all these great retailers are out there and people should know about. Them. Makes sense. Now, so this this gift bundle, this Christmas bundle that that you're putting together, it's like a bundle that um, that would not be able to be purchased uh, separately or differently if it was not uh, being sent as a gift. Like you're creating this specifically for someone to give to someone else as a present. Well, we do have a couple of bundles that are on the website right now, um, but the difference, of course, would be that it's the sort of the wrapping and the presentation mm-hmm. of it. So it'd be just be easy for someone to pull out of a box and there's their gift. Um, in addition, we will be doing a unique uh, bundle uh, this year, and that would probably include um, maybe just little Christmas things like a, maybe a face mask or something like that. So there'll be people will be able to choose which bundle they'd like to send. Got it. I like the idea though of specifically calling it out, packaging it as like a gift. It's something to 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 buy as a gift. I think that there's so much purchasing and decision fatigue around this time of year when you're trying to buy so many different things or different people. Just having someone say, hey, this is what you would buy if you wanted to gift a product like ours uh, to to someone that, that you know, I think um, takes away a lot of that kind of friction from buying. So I like that idea a lot. So um, Satya is the name, is the website, S-A-T-Y. A dot CA. And I'll leave you this last question. Um, you know, as you are ramping up to a time of year where there's going to be a huge influx of sales, are you doing anything logistically? And especially like I mentioned, any difficulties with shipping, anything you're doing logistically to prepare for um, the you know a pending chaotic time of year for you guys? Well, we're definitely, I mean, we have, uh, we don't use a, distri- a distribution um, a fulfillment center. We don't use a fulfillment center. Um, we actually employ uh, stay-at-home moms in different regions of the country um, and in the U.S. to actually ship out for us. So it's our hope that if we can get them product, um, enough product now, stock them up before the big holiday um, orders start coming in, it'll be a lot easier for people to get 
their parcels because they'll actually be getting it locally um, instead of getting it from like one fulfillment center. So we're hoping that that's going to be um, helpful for our customers. Awesome. Thank you so much, Patrice, for coming on, sharing your experience and the unique approach you're taking to Black Friday, Cyber Monday this year. Really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, Felix. Thank you for including me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Shopify Masters, the e-commerce podcast for ambitious entrepreneurs powered by Shopify.